welcome to Put a Cork in It, hosted by yours truly, Monica Toby, who has zero credibility in the podcast world, but is trying to make it big. This podcast was created for unfiltered conversation, which always leads to cringy comments, sound advice, and obviously a lot of laughter. So come along for the ride and listen to a podcast that will leave you in a better mood than when you started. Happy Tuesday, everyone. We are excited to be back with you for another week. And the weeks are flying. I mean, whoo, I cannot believe we're in October. September felt like an invisible month. I'm sorry if your birthday is in September. I don't mean to offend you, but wow, it really zipped by. Um, It's spooky season month. It's spooky season, and you guys know that voice. How you doing, Austin? Guys, we've been going through the ringer here. It is hell week, midterms. Let's just say this is a nice change of pace. A little relaxation for your Tuesday. It's going to be good. Hopefully we can, if you're still in school, get you through that. And if you're not, just keep you going, you know, give you the juice. Yes, yes. And with that, a very inspirational and encouraging inspo. This is Shooting the Breeze. I'm Monica. I'm Houston. And we're coming at you live, um, and we're really excited. I mean, this is kind of the first more serious vibe we've gone for. I mean, we're never serious, but you know what I'm saying? Like, this is very, I don't know how to really say it, but it feels almost a little um, luxury. I don't want to say it's going to be luxury, but it feels more like, okay, here's this topic that we're going to kind of break down, which I just think is very teachery, you know? The word that popped into my head was Socratic seminar, and that just made me like go back to like AP US history in high school. So let's not say that, but that's what came into my head. Do you remember walking into the room and seeing the seats in a circle and be like, dude, I gotta go? It was it was a no-go for me, dog. I'm not gonna lie, and I don't think this will come as a shock to anybody, but I actually got really hyped about Socratic seminars. That doesn't surprise me. You were ready to lay down the knowledge, ready to connect points. But I just like we're going to be connecting points with the Enneagram today. That was an amazing little segue, and I really enjoyed it. I think we're getting better at this, to be honest. Well, I had to pull you off off the beaten path because you were you were going off roading there, and it's we got to stay on the highway here. Going off roading, absolutely. So, I would just like to give a little update on my life that includes Austin. So, I was in Oxford for approximately five hours this weekend because, if you are a loyal fan and listener, you know that I lost my license and my wallet, and for that I had to go to Oxford BNB or sorry Ohio BNB to get a new license, which it was achieved, everyone, in 30 minutes, so blessings. But I forgot to see Austin when I journeyed to Oxford. (laughs) Not even a message, saw it on the Instagram, I was like, oh, my co-host was in town. That's cool. So hopefully there's a Friday cast, guys, because I don't know if we're going to make it through this. This is kind of like our first little tussle. This is some beef. It is some beef. But, you know, it doesn't matter. I get over it. Okay. I don't don't hold grudges. No, you don't. And neither do I. So for that, and since you said we have some beef, let's move on to the meat of the conversation. Let's do it. Okay. So you guys know we're going to be talking about the Enneagram. 
and we decided to d divide it up in a way that might be a little controversial to some, but I just think it made the most sense in my head personally. So these are kind of like the powerhouse numbers that I think a lot of people associate a lot of just like energy and overall just social type personality power with these numbers. And that is why we were only going over one, three, seven, and eight today. And we're pretty excited to do a little, you know, call and response because you guys gave us some amazing um, responses to the question we put on the gram, which are what are some stereotypes about each number? Because I think it's important to know how they're perceived in the world and not just like the dictionary definition. You know what I'm saying? Guys, if you want to be involved in shooting the breeze topics, follow us at Put a Cork in It Official, where we're always posting some polls, some fire content. Uh, that's a great way you can interact with us and maybe even be featured on the cast. Oh, yeah, we are moving in that direction. We are moving in the direction of having some fans up in, up in this joint. Okay, so anywho, do not be upset if your number was not addressed today because never fear, it's coming next week. So that's who I'm talking to, twos, fours, five, sixes, and nines. We're going to be rolling in with you guys next week, and it'll be great. So let's kick it off, and I think, you know, for chronological sake, let's start with number one. So Austin, can you hit us with the name and kind of a very, very short summary, because guys, we're only talking to you for a little bit here, so we're not doing this super in-depth, like, you're gonna know exactly what you are by the end of this little series we're doing. But you might with how we talk about it in the way that we do. So that's just a little precursor. And with that being said, one is labeled via the EnneagramInstitute.com as the reformer, the rational, idealistic type, principled, purposeful, self-controlled, or the perfectionist as most people might refer as. Yes, I do. I the perfectionist is where that's where a lot of people get stuck with the ones for sure. It's interesting because, you know, you might see yourself as a perfectionist and that's totally fine. But like, if you're not, if, if you're like, I'm the, not the type of person, like I'm either a hundred percent or no percent, like guys, that's just unrealistic. You need to get with the program here. You're going to be missing out on too much, in my humble opinion. Throw, throw a couple eggs in a different basket, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I love, I love how you were just very honest there. Yeah, kind of a little, little brute force to start out this episode, but okay. uh, it, it had that. to be done. It had That's to be the done. aid in me. Ooh, and we're going to get there. Okay, so let's talk about some stereotypes that went along with the one. Um, some people said, okay, they are stereotyped as a rule follower, but they only follow the rules that they want to follow. Thank you, my girl, Claire Garner, shout out. Um, and I think that's very true. Um, in living with a one for almost four whole years, I came to realize that it wasn't that she was going to turn in all of her assignments on time. She was going to turn them in if she wanted to turn them in on time and if she actually did the work. And she wouldn't turn it in if it wasn't perfect. So that's where it's like you're breaking rules, but there's still the perfectionist in that, if that makes sense. Which is kind of funny because your friend Ella here said ones can't let loose and have fun. Shots fired. 
And that, that cannot be true. Please elaborate. Please, please give the evidence as to why that can't be true. So back to- Shout out Ella, by the way. Shout out Ella. Thank you. Um, so here's the issue here. I have lived with a one and that one is my best friend, Anna Spence. And I would say that girl has some of the most fun I've ever, I've ever experienced someone have. So I have living, breathing proof. Um, I just think that sometimes the ones need someone else to bring it out of them first. That is what I will say. That is a caveat, I would say. I, I can see where that's coming from, for sure. Would you say that Anna was, quote, no emotions, end quote? <laughs> Thanks, Nick Hess, for that one. Um, oh gosh, poor Anna. Let me just, let me just expand this out to ones in general now. Let me, actually, let me start. Let me start. Okay. I've known Anna, I've known Anna for mm, maybe a couple months, maybe count the amount of interactions that I've had with her on one hand. However, she definitely gives emotion when she's feeling it. She's not gonna, like, jump out at you or anything, but, like, she's not bland and monotone by any sense of the imagination wow what a compliment girls if a guy tells you you're not bland and monotone oh he likes you i'm just kidding okay so you ain't bland at all you got flavor (laughs) wasn't that a song you know what i'm talking about not not a big pop music guy topic for another day okay sure anyway so I think that Enneagram ones, let's bring up also the concept of being your best self, like a healthy number and being an unhealthy number. So there's also that, like unhealthy ones are very emotionless, emotionless. Whereas I think if you're really balanced, you feel confident in sharing your emotions, even if that doesn't mean you're all put together. But that is also, I think, a stereotype of ones is that they are put together, um, like Tristan Ever, shout out, said, neat freak, it's their way or no way, judgmental. And also Claire Garner said the same thing about being neat. Letty Mitchell said OCD. So people think that these ones are very organized all the time. And that's also not true because again, living with a one, homegirl's room was not always the cleanest. And that didn't bother her. It's her own room. She does what she wants. Exactly. I have a question. Do ones tell people how to drive? Like, they're like, hey, you're going to take this road, this way, this way. Like, you shouldn't take this road. This is way longer. 110%. Because I'm a horrible driver. But when I drive with Anna, it can be not even her saying something. And I'm like, holy crap. It's incredible. So I'm really glad you brought that up. Um, also, GT Lil Brown Ten, shout out, says ones are perfectionists, which I do think is it's a lot true. But you just have to be careful that you don't say that that that's true for every avenue of their life. And then also, Margaret Payne's coming at you with the fun category again and saying, you know Ooh. what, I am a one and I can be fun, and that is true. Margaret is fun. You know her. You literally co-emceed with her for meetings, so obviously you have to be some sort of fun to emcee, or else why the heck is your booty up there? You know what I'm saying? 
Margaret definitely knew how to have fun. Shout out Margaret. She was, you know, the PV to my J hosting, co-hosting uh, Athletes in Action here in Miami. But she was incredible. And she always brought the energy. Like, but, like if someone described Margaret Payne as uptight, like, you're just, you're just so incorrect. I love that. And on that note, I think we got to move on. We could linger here forever, but we got to move on. We, okay. we got to move on. So we are lingering, or sorry, we're not lingering. We're moving <laughs> towards number three, the achiever, um, which is success-oriented, adaptive, excelling, driven, image-conscious. And so I would say a stereotype that I have experienced that I personally believed about threes is that they're just constantly trying to impress people with what they can do. Interesting. Until. Makes sense. Makes sense with the achiever title. Also an alternate name for this person is a, the performer. So there is that name that they are also called. So. Is Ryan Stasiak a three? Correct. I yeah. see it. Yep. So it. let's see if we have any responses to the threes. Okay, here we go. Rebecca Burnham, and she is a closeted three. She kind of won't admit it. Um, and she says threes aren't lazy, which the reason that she says that is because they can be. Like, threes are very, like, want to achieve things, right? Like, they want things to get done. But at the same time, if it's not in their wheelhouse, they might not try, you know? But I would say that's an unhealthy three. And a healthy three is willing to put themselves out there, try new things, and try to be the best they can at that thing. But some are like, if I can't be the best, I'm outie. Similar, ones and threes coincide for me and a lot of people think they're one when they're really a three and vice versa i could totally see that and you know personally my experience ryan stacy deck very healthy three is very willing to get out there and fail because he knows the success is going to come later down the road from that failure oh yes and like honestly threes are go-getters they're very independent um yeah, and it's, I think being friends with threes is very motivating, honestly. I can very much see that. I also want to throw in, I mean, you're talking success. Let me just throw out a couple famous threes here. Guys, this is insane. Tom Cruise, Michael Jordan, Vince Lombardi, for those football people out there, Tiger Woods. Oprah Winfrey, Courtney Cox, that's right, Monica on Friends, not this Monica, but the other one. Yes. Can you, and, my personal favorite, S. Scott Fitzgerald, which kind of shows that the credibility is low because we all know that he did not take any type of formal assessment. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. Sidney Crawford, I mean, Halle Berry, the, name, the, the list goes on. These people, they honed their craft. They, they performed. Let me tell you. Monica <laughs> cannot hold it together. 
you know, I'm doing a little, I'm channeling my three right now, performing for the cast, and she's just like, whatever, man. I honestly, I feel very chill tonight. I don't know if it's this hoodie or like the vibes, but, or maybe it's because I'm sleep deprived and like literally just hopped off a plane and I'm now talking to you. I don't really know, but I'm really feeling the vibes right now, even though we're kind of in a fight. Um, I would say all of those celebrities make sense to me in a three. I think here's the thing. I think threes are awesome people to be friends with, but then you also have to be a good friend and remind them like, Hey, I don't expect anything from you. Like you are just my friend and you don't have to prove yourself to be my friend. They need to hear that. You know what I'm saying? Take a little bit of the burden off their shoulders, you know, let them, let them stay a while, you know, take off your coat and stay a while. <laughs> we know you're grinding. Just let me treat you. Let me bless you real quick. Come on, come on in. The water's fine, you know. The water's perfect. Lukewarm. It's October. <laughs> it is. Hey, people are still going to the beach around. I'm literally wearing a beanie right now. It's yeah. freezing here. Literally, Austin is wearing a beanie. It was blowing his nose earlier, and it looked like it was the middle of winter. Shout out people who, you know, temperature change gets the nose running a little bit. It happens. Okay, that might be the worst shout out I've ever heard. Moving forward, <laughs> we are going to be, okay, this is, I know they're not supposed to do this, but I'm going to do it. My dream number to be is a seven, the enthusiast. Why? Let me tell you. The busy, fun-loving type is the little subtype. Okay, love that. Then goes on to spontaneous, versatile, distractible, scattered. Like even the negative things about it sound fun. You know what I'm saying? And I just like have always wanted to be one. I think because I'm very outgoing and like to crack a lot of jokes, people tend to think I'm a seven. But no, I, I am not spontaneous really. And I really do like to have control on a schedule. So it would be not me to say, hey, let's just go drive to Canada real quick. Like, that just ain't me. Um, but is there a certain response, Austin, that really stuck out to you from the fans that helped you either? I'm, I'm looking at them right now. They're so good. They're so good. <laughs> is this Annika Ewell? Am I saying that right? Um, Annika Newell. Annika Newells didn't see the end in there. Sorry, Annika. Annika, <laughs> these responses are fire. They're so people, seven. Seven people are always like, OMG, you're a seven. Wow, I wish I was a seven. That's the best one. OMG, so spontaneous and just so happy in all caps. Don't care about bad things. We just smile. JT's <laughs> Lil Brown says, honestly, just too happy. JT is a little more pessimistic than other people, so don't, don't let that one get you sevens. But no, sevens are definitely, it's definitely an attractive number. Uh, you know, people, people don't like to see someone who's, you know, has a bunch of free time, like lazy, not doing much, not able to just like pick up and like go to like do a day trip or like whatever type of yeah. thing. I think the seven, my brother is a seven, um, like very, like, we'll, 
we'll be sitting watching YouTube videos, like cooking videos specifically. And he's like, let's make this like right now. And I'm just like, all right, let's do it. He's like, all right, we need this, this, and this. Let's go to the store. Like, just like, yes, whips me into shape and like lets me do what I got to do, you know? Yes, they really allow you to just like be free to do things you enjoy. Type sevens have a lot of fun, but then at the end of the day, they do struggle to know their own emotions and how they're feeling. They don't really take the time to stop and check in on themselves and be like, yo, am I really okay? I completely agree in my experience dealing with sevens. It's almost like, um, you know, they're, they're overflowing. Like their, their emotions don't come out until they start overflowing and it's so much at once. And you're like, where is this coming from? Like, usually you're not like this, but really, yeah. An unhealthy seven definitely bottles up emotions, um, yes. which is not a good thing. Uh, if I could say anything to anybody on this podcast, that is like one of the worst things you could possibly do. Talk to people. Don't, don't let yourself overflow type of thing. Don't want to, don't want to go too sad, sad stuff. Like, sorry, that was terrible. Don't want to go to sad boy hours over here, but, uh, you know, it's supposed to be some good stuff. The fun loving type, you know? Yeah. And I think again, if you're a friend to a seven, take time to say, how are you doing? Like, let's actually talk about your feelings and they will fight you. Literally. I was talking, texting a seven today and I said, how are you doing? And she avoided the question. Like she never mm. Mm. can't avoid the question. Um, also, from my experience, they use a lot of humor to deflect the question. And I'm guilty of that from time to time. But like, when it's time, when it's time to talk about some stuff, like seven, it's just like buckle down and figure it out, man. Yeah. I feel like I'm guilty of that a lot of the time too. So that's maybe why people think I'm a seven as well. It's hard to talk about yourself. Yeah. It's hard it. to talk about the negative things going on with yourself. Yeah. 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 Now, guess what? We're not perfect. Hey, newsflash. If you didn't know it, now you know it. Happy Tuesday. Happy um, Tuesday. My favorite celebrity from the list is definitely Tim Carey because I feel like that is the most extreme example of a seven mostly because I'm thinking of that one movie he's in uh yes man or whatever did you say Tim dang it I meant to say Jim <laughs> guys she typed in Tim Carey on our little zoom chat here that we're on and I made fun of her for it and she literally corrected it to Jim and she still said Tim just now. One of my coworkers' names is Tim Carey. I'm so sorry, everyone. Jim Carey in Yes Man is probably the perfect representation of a seven. Yeah. Very sporadic, very spontaneous. There's a scene where he's like, all right, going to go to bed, get a good night's sleep, get up and go run in the morning. Literally lays <laughs> down in bed, gets a phone call, and he's like, hey, we're drinking Red Bulls, pulling an all-nighter. Are you in? <laughs> yep. Rolls out of bed, goes and pulls the all-nighter, still runs at 6 a.m. with the love interest of the movie. Anyway, too far, too far. Too far Jim too Carrey, far. Jim okay, Carrey, so great representation. Jim Carrey, but then we also got people like Tom Hanks, Hugh Jackman, 
Elton John, Magic Johnson. I mean, yes, those people also really make sense, I think. Conan O'Brien, David Lee Roth, shout out uh, Van Halen. Mm-hmm. Those uh, classic rock people out there. Robin Williams, the late Robin Williams. Oh, love. He is so a seven. He is. He is. Wow. All right, well, let's move on to eights. Um, this is a controversial number. And also, I don't know if you've felt that really as a man, but for a woman, it is very, it's almost a little bit taboo to be an eight because people think you're too um, pushy or too much of a boss woman. Like, it doesn't usually go with uh, a woman, is I think typically. So I think a lot of women don't own up to being eights that really are. And would you be willing to read the description on that one? I would. And for those of you who don't know, I am an eight. Uh, I am I'm very much getting ready to put my defense on uh, these accusations thrown at eights, but uh, don't worry about it. The challenger, the powerful, dominating type, self-confident, decisive, willful and confrontational um i i can definitely see where where people would see the tabooness of not wanting to accept this because i think people or or maybe it's the healthy and the unhealthy i'm not quite sure i haven't read up too much but you know annika annika newell throughout aggressive and mean overall gets a bad rep yes and you know um i think that people misunderstand the eight we're very objective people we're very logical people we aren't trying to tie emotions to things that we're saying it might this is this might be the classic it's not what you said it's how you said it type thing mm-hmm. we're like we're not trying to get hung up on something that we said. We're trying to get the point across and move on. And it, it's caused many, I've ruffled many, many feathers in my day being an eight. But yeah. at the end of the day, I'm like, I don't know what the big deal is. Let's move on. We've wasted too much time, like discussing yeah. X, Y, Z. Yeah. And Annika also said she's like scared to admit that she has a little bit of an eight in her because as some of us know, you do have a wing. So you have your main Enneagram number that branches off into two other numbers that feed into your main number. So her wing is an eight and she says she's scared to admit that because she doesn't want people to think she's mean. And, you know, as much as I hate to say it, a lot of other people, Carly Nash, Letty Mitchell, both said intense, aggressive. Um, And JT even said most likely to be a dictator, which is a little bit too much for me, but are we surprised? No. Disappointed. JT is dying laughing that you actually mentioned that part. Disappointed, but not surprised in that comment by JT. But I do think it kind of does give an extreme um, perspective of some people really do just give it too much credit, you know? JT also told me that eights are most likely to be CEOs of businesses. Oh, for sure. Because... Which makes sense. Makes sense, you know? Yeah, here's what I'm going to say. Eights just give it to you straight. And I live with an eight currently, and it's awesome. I love that she just tells me exactly how she feels and doesn't, you know, dance around the daisies. Um, 
but yeah, I, I've come to appreciate eights and I think I was just scared because of what other people said about them. Now I'm curious, what do eights struggle with? You were saying seven struggle to deal with their emotions. Hit me, hit me with the eights. I'm glad you asked. So an eight's basic fear is being harmed or controlled by others. I'm going to put a little bit more emphasis on the controlled by others. Eights like to go to the beat of their own drum. They want to do their own thing. And I have realized in the eights that I know, including you, Austin, that it's not that you want to disrespect authority, but you don't like really being told what to do. Like you don't. Yeah. It's not, you have an idea of how something should be. And when someone wants to do something another way, it's really hard for you not to like say what's wrong with their idea. I completely agree. It happens to me almost on the daily in the kitchen with my housemates. Like, hey, why are you doing it that way type of thing? Like, I, I'll say it. I'm an eight. I don't, I don't give a darn, you know? But, like, at the same time, like, oh, gosh, there's so many of those things. Why are you doing it that way? <laughs> That's my favorite question. <laughs> that is for sure a catchphrase of the eight. Oh, my gosh. Um. Some personal favorites for me, Austin, of celebrities that are eights are Johnny Cash, Danny DeVito, and Queen Latifah. I mean, wow. I'm looking through the list here. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to read that one because kind of negative. Uh, let's see here. Russell Crowe, Sean Connery, Wilt Chamberlain, Jim Brown, James Brown. The, the king of funk Shaquille O'Neal I mean Jack. some great company <laughs> you guys literally these could all be so inaccurate but it's so fun Bob Mellencamp oh my gosh Jack and Diane like take take me away <laughs> the classic rock it just keeps coming back that's definitely a topic for another day music tastes music stay tuned tea. stay tuned for sure um guys i hope you really appreciate this podcast we had a lot of fun talking about these numbers and there's so much more we could get into we definitely talked about more uh, more about some than others but every every number is important also this number does not define you please do not live by your enneagram type like you are not it's not created to box you in. it's really created to let you understand yourself more so please do not like walk around and being like i get to act in this negative way because i'm a uh, seven you know like don't use it as an excuse to make bad choices as well would be my caveat do you have any ending remarks guys don't worry if you are a two four five six or nine we're going to be hitting you on shooting the breeze next week if you don't know your enneagram type we might even link a test that you can take for yourself and then feel free to comment what you are and then we can hit you up on the next cast yeah. and as always, thanks for listening. Like, we're just two friends, like, hanging out, trying to, like, you know, spread some positive energy to, uh, to other people. Thanks for listening. If you, if you like this, let us know. We love hearing your feedback. Any, any bit is appreciated. Like I said earlier, add put a cork in it, put a cork in it official on Instagram. And guys, I hope your Tuesday rocks after this, or if you're ending your Tuesday with this, thank you. Yes. You know what? I have nothing to add. I've been Monica. I 
have been Ooston. And we'll see you Friday. Peace out. <laughs>